our whole life is shaped by decisions. But there's three decisions you're making every moment you're alive. And the way you make these three decisions shapes your destiny. Three decisions that control people's entire lives, they're happening right now as people are listening and they can test in their own mind if it's true. When I was a little kid, I grew up in a pretty tough environment. I had four different fathers, and we had never had money even for food. I mean, Thanksgiving with no food, and my parents are fighting. It was the worst experience of my life. It was the most crushing experience I felt. I have a younger brother and younger sister. I'm the oldest. So I was trying to keep them from hearing this conversation. And then a miracle happened. Bang on the door. I'm the oldest. They're screaming. So I go answer the door. And I answer the door, and standing there is this giant man. I was this little boy. And he's holding this huge box of food. And beside him on the ground was a black pot with an uncooked turkey in it. And he said, is your father home? And I said, just one moment. <laughs> I was like, this is a gift from God. This is going to change it all. This is going to make my mom and dad happy. It's going to be unbelievable. So I go, and my father is screaming at my mother through a closed door to the bedroom door. He's going, you answer the door. I said, I did. He's got to see you. He goes, I, I kind of teased. I said, dad, you got to come. So he said, fine. He made one last yell at her and he walks to the door and I'm waiting there just can't wait to see his face. And my dad opens the door and this man's standing there with this big box of food. And my father did not get happy. He looked at this man and he raised his voice to him and he said, look, we don't take charity. And then he took the door to slam it in the man's face. But the man was a good sized man. He put his foot there and smacked his foot and bounced back open. He said, sir, sir, this is not charity. Everybody has tough times. Somebody knows you're having a tough time and they want you to have a magical Thanksgiving. I'm just the delivery guy. He said, please take this. And my father said, we don't take charity. He went to slam it again. And this time the guy put his shoulder against it so he couldn't do it. And then the guy said something that I'll never forget. And in moments I wished he hadn't said, but he found a way to force my father. He's holding this thing and he looked at me and then he looked at my dad and he said, don't make your family suffer because of your ego. Now my dad's level of energy increased, but he was also trapped. So he took the food, slammed it on our table and slammed the door in the man's face and never even thanked him. And then I thought, you know, years I figured out, our whole life is shaped by decisions. That's what we've talked about today, right? But there's three decisions you're making every moment you're alive. And the way you make these three decisions shapes your destiny. First decision we're all making every moment is what are you gonna focus on? I realized that my father's life and my life ended up very different because we made that day three decisions very differently. He decided to focus on the fact that he has not fed his family. Somebody is really stressed out. They're not stressed out for no reason. It's because they're focusing on something that makes them feel stressed. They often, when they're focusing on it, it changes the body. You start to feel tight. You start to feel a certain way. And then they use language like, I don't know what to do. Why am I so overwhelmed? So if we change what we focus on, if we change the way we use our body, if we change our language patterns, we'll instantly feel different. Think of how do people use their body when they're worried versus when they're excited? Yeah. If you learn to use your body first, use your focus first, you can literally change how you feel in moments. And then you develop new habits where you start to feel good all the time. And it isn't some phony fake pump up. It's literally the way you've conditioned your body. Just like being fit as an athlete, you want to be emotionally fit. And the second question you got to decide every moment you're alive, including this moment, what are you going to focus on? Second question is, as you're focusing on, what does this mean? What does it mean? And the bottom line on meaning is, if you think about it, you get to make up the meaning and most people pick the worst one, don't they? That day, my father decided to focus on the fact he hadn't fed his family and I know what meaning he gave because he said it out loud over and over again, that he was worthless because he had not taken care of his family. The meaning creates your life. If you think, you know, God is punishing you, that is why this is happening, which some people do, or God is challenging me, or is this a gift from God, or is it got nothing to do with God, I'm just a lazy bitch. So the meanings we select 
change how you feel instantly. And then the final most important decision you make every moment you're alive, what am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? And I'll tell you what he decided to do. He decided to leave our family shortly thereafter. Three years ago, he passed away. He died alone. Nobody wanted to be part of it. And my life turned out very different than him. I was the only one to go to his funeral. No one else in the family would go. And I can tell you right before his death, he got the lesson because he looked at me and he said, son, he said, I was a bastard. I didn't connect with anybody and look what I'm dying of. But what changed my life was the meaning I gave it. I decided that day that what this means is that strangers care. And if strangers care about me and my family, I decided what I was gonna do is I was gonna care about strangers. And that completely changed my life. I promised myself someday I'd do well enough to do this for other families like it was done for me. I realized in that moment that the worst day of my life, my father leaving, had actually been the best day of my life. Because if I hadn't had that experience, I wouldn't be here today. And now because of that, I'm get to live this life. And I have the desire and the drive and the, the want to give in this way. And so I've really realized that the worst day was the best day, that that was God's gift. The gift wouldn't have been there if you would have stayed. I tell you the story for a couple reasons. One is, if you want to change your life, figure out how your worst day was your best day. You'll change everything, because it is if you look for it. If you find the deeper meaning, it is. You know, there's something in you that wouldn't be there without it. The most important decision you can make above any on the face of the earth is deciding that no matter what happens in your life, no matter what happens, you're gonna live in a beautiful state. And what the hell does that mean? It means that you're not gonna suffer. It means a beautiful state is that you're gonna be happy but that's only one, or you're gonna feel creative, or you're gonna be passionate, or you're gonna be in awe of something, or you're gonna feel love. Any state that's a beautiful state is really the core essence of who you are without fear. The decision to say, I am not gonna suffer, that if suffering arises, pain's one thing, suffering's another. And the way you suffer is you focus on yourself. Suffering comes when we obsess about ourselves what we're getting or not getting, what we should have done, what we sh- others should have done for us. It's the me, 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 me game. Your primary core is a giver, which is why you're prospering. You're not the me, me, me. You're like, how do I give more, do more, share more, create more? How do we do a better job for our clients? Your entire life is that. That's why you're prospering and you're not feeling suffering. But when you do suffer, and I promise you do, you correct yeah. me if I'm wrong, it'll be because you're worrying about something in the future How's this gonna happen? Will this come together? Suffering could be worry, it could be anger, it could be frustration. It's anything that takes you out of a beautiful state. And right. here's what people don't get. You can end suffering by stop focusing on yourself and focus on something you wanna serve greater than yourself. Your children, your wife, your mission, your life. You can get out of it in an instant because the nature of the human mind is to constantly compare things. Life is short. We don't know how short it's gonna be, but If you only had a week to live, I bet you wouldn't allow yourself to suffer over a little crap that makes you crazy normally. I think you would probably spend time with those you love, you would do what you love, you'd take on a sunset, you'd smell the air, you would take in everything in those final moments that you possibly do. So my thing is why wait, right? Right? Why wait? Why not just decide that if I start to suffer, I know the solution because suffering is me obsessing about me. Here's history and one thought. Good times create weak people. Weak people create bad times. Bad times create strong people. 
Strong people create good times.